One person was killed yesterday on a crash on K-99 south of Wamigo. A Kansas Highway Patrol dispatcher confirmed to K-Man that the single vehicle crash happened just before 6 yesterday morning, just south of the I-70 junction near Alma. According to the crash report, 51-year-old Jerry Anstey of Alma was northbound on K-99 when his Ford Focus left the roadway, re-entered the roadway, and spun, striking an embankment on the passenger side before overturning. Anstey, who was not restrained, was ejected from the vehicle. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Another special school board meeting is scheduled for tonight for the Riley County USD 378 board. The board, which has been tight-lipped regarding the future of suspended Superintendent Cliff Williams, will move into another executive session tonight to discuss contracts and personnel matters. The meeting comes two weeks after a majority of the board moved to start negotiations between its hired counsel, the Hoover Law Firm of Junction City, and Mr. Williams. Four of the board members have consistently voted to keep Williams suspended since January 8th for a currently unspecified reason. A former board member hinted during public comment last week that the matter may be in part tied to a contract extension that was put into place before the end of December. Last week, board member Jeff Hancock announced his resignation from the board, citing concerns with an initial lack of communication from certain board members with others. The issue has divided the board, which meets tonight at 7 o'clock at the Riley County High School Library. The Manhattan City Commission will vote on a pair of amendments tonight to contracts related to construction in Aggieville. Two years ago, the city entered into a design contract with Olson and a construction manager at risk contract with BHS for 12th Street infrastructure improvements. The projects were put on pause when the Midtown construction was stopped last spring. The city had paid close to $128,000 of its $567,000 owed to Olson as of last June. But with new agreements on the table now for that project and at the Handy Corner, scheduled to begin in April, Olson is seeking an additional $357,000 to cover additional infrastructure on 12th Street and both alleys north of Midtown and the Handy Corner. BHS, meanwhile, is requesting an amended contract not to exceed close to $107,000 that includes both the increase in public infrastructure scope and oversight and construction management of private utility work in both alleys. Tonight's meeting will get underway at 6 o'clock at Manhattan City Hall. One of the key issues discussed during last week's Women Managing the Farm Conference held in Manhattan was labor shortages and why those continue to impact farmers. Terrain Ag Senior Grain and Oilseed Analyst Matt Roberts joined the Agriculture Today podcast last week and said the labor market most of us have grown accustomed to is no longer the norm, citing the supply of Gen Z workers not keeping pace with the retiring baby boomer generation. And so this idea of labor availability that that was the norm is gone. It's not coming back. And we need to realize that uh, when we make our staffing decisions. Robert says there's been a perception that many are staying out of the workforce and collecting government welfare, when in reality the workforce has shrunk, not among the prime working age, but rather among those 55 and older. Uh, When we look at people who are between the ages of 25 and 54, we have the largest percentage of those people in the workforce since the uh, George W. Bush administration. So it's not an issue that they're out of the workforce. The numbers just aren't there. He says the labor issue will likely be solved through immigration and says going forward, it's on farmers to be better managers of the employees they do have. It's been an unusually warm February across the area. The month, which usually sees temperatures dipping in the teens and single digits, had yet to dip below 20 degrees before this past weekend. Meteorologist Chip Redmond with Kansas Mesonet. Since that cold snap in January, we haven't seen any signs of real stout and established cold across most of the central plains. 
The resulting warm average temperatures have also begun to fool plant and wildlife into a false early spring. We're starting to see some of those buds start to pop out. We're starting to see the daffodils start to poke through the ground. And it's a little early in the year to be thinking that kind of thing. This is just a small little bump and looks likely to be a warmer than normal February. Similarly, the warm temperatures and lack of precipitation have begun to make dangerous wildfires more likely, resulting in the delay of burn season. Turning to state news, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation and the Lansing Police Department are investigating after human skeletal remains were found near a creek in Lansing this weekend. Authorities say the remains were discovered just after five Sunday by individuals walking along a creek bed. Those individuals called 911 and officers responded to the area with Lansing Police requesting KBI assistance about an hour later. The identity of the deceased has not yet been confirmed. Officials say positive identification may take longer than typical cases. Due to the condition of the remains, an autopsy has been scheduled. The investigation remains ongoing. Authorities are seeking the public's help and say tips can be submitted at 1-800-KS-CRIME or online through the KBI website. Good morning, I'm Troy Coverdale. Senior Dylan Disu led all scorers with a game-high 20 points, including six in the final 36 seconds, as Texas held off a late K-State rally to post a 62-56 win, dropping the Cats three games under 500 in conference play. Uh, they had 62, but really, they had 55 points, right? We had the foul at the end. When you, can, when you hold a team to 55 points, that means your players gave you uh, an effort that was worthy of a W. And we as a staff um, got to do a better job of giving them some more help. We have stretches in games where we don't get good looks. We, we have to correct that. Jerome Tang's team struggled offensively all night as neither team shot 40% from the field and the squads combined to go 8 of 38 from beyond the three-point line. They lost the seventh in the last eight outings for K-State, who will host BYU on Saturday. Also last night in the conference, Jamal Shedd with 26 points, 20 of them after halftime. Number two Houston took sole possession of first in the conference with a 73-65 win over number six, Iowa State. High school basketball last night in the area. The Riley County boys down Mission Valley 64-35. Rock Creek over Valley Heights 69-41. Lynn beats Frankfurt 36-34. On the girls' side, Riley County drops Mission Valley 44-11. Valley Heights defeats Rock Creek 54-42. And Frankfurt handles Lynn 58-43. Tonight, the Manhattan boys and girls host Hayden to close out the regular season. Junction City will host Topeka. Their boys are seeking a ninth straight win. Wamigo travels to Marysville, Rock Creek will play host to Rossville. K-State baseball continuing its stretch in Arizona tonight, matching up with Arizona State. Our coverage will follow Manhattan High basketball on News Radio KMAN. The full stream of the K-State baseball game will be available online at newsradiokman.com. Have a great day. I'm Troy Coverdale.